Welcome back to the safe space. To anybody that may be new, thank you for joining us and for all of my returning listeners, welcome back. So my audio might sound different today because honestly, I've had a long day to work and I don't have the willpower to sit behind my at my desk behind my computer and camera and record. So I'm using my AirPods. So I apologize if it sounds shitty, but for the sake of keeping <laughs> the season going along, especially considering I'll be on a small break in two weeks, but I'll talk about that later. I decided let me just get it done because I didn't want to have to not do it before I go. So yeah, thank you for joining us. So well, joining us, joining me. So today we're going to be talking about relationships. I feel like it's there's a lot of pressure on people in my age category now to be in relationships, and it's annoying. So yeah let's get let's get into it so when i when i thought about the episode and how i wanted to kind of break it down or what i really want to talk about because relationships is such i don't want to say granular but there's just so much that you can unpack from that because there are simple things that we don't really consider to be relationships that our relationship that like affects our relationships for examples our first relationship really is our relationship with our parents. But we don't really consider that to be a relationship because that's just your mommy and that's just your daddy. But that no, but that, that's really like our first experience with relationships. And believe it or not, relationships between um, a mother and a son or a son and, a son and their mother or a father and his son and a father and a daughter they really foster the way we get into our own personal relationships, either whether it be romantic or just friendships. So that was kind of interesting to kind of look and and, and see. Uh, if I could just give a bit of history on uh, my my personal relationships with my parents, my mommy is like one of my best friends. And it's crazy because when I was growing up in the Bahamas and I was still living under her roof and abiding by her rules, she always used to tell me every single time, I am not one of your little friends. But now, <laughs> she's like one of my best friends, and I literally just run to her for almost every everything. I like if I run into any issues, she's probably the one of the first people I call because I just need that guidance. And I already on my own, and it's it's difficult not having her around me for that, just to kind of steer me in the right direction. But yeah, like I call her for pretty much at least, if not every day, every other day. And then there was like a week or something I didn't call her because I was really busy. I didn't have the time. And she was she wasn't happy about that, but you know, life life has happened sometimes, you know. Yeah, and I don't text her because she is a terrible texter. That woman would leave me on on red for days, and then pretend like it's me. Not even pretend, act like it's me, who in the wrong way, not in actuality, just her. You know, yeah, like I say, that's my best friend. Love her to pieces. She was to, if she was today, God today, God forbid. I don't know what I do, but I don't want to think about that because. That's another issue in itself. So yeah, um, and my daddy. I love my daddy. We don't see eye to eye and everything, but that's my daddy. If he was to die today or tomorrow, too, I would also not like that. But I think the reason I didn't really see eye to eye with him growing up is because we're so similar. And I just now understanding that now as, I, as I'm as i getting older, we are very similar in so many ways and it annoys me. <laughs> It annoys me so much. But yeah, I love my parents. So yeah, it was just interesting to 
to think about the fact that how our relationships with our parents kind of foster our relationships with life moving forward. Okay, so now let's get into friendships because people don't really consider friendships relationships. They just consider them friendships. But friendships are actually relationships because not all friendships are romantically involving. If that's worded right, I don't think it was, but that's okay. You all understand what I'm trying to say here. So, uh, let me just kind of give, I'm not going to say an analogy, but let me just, I grew up in a country or in a culture, in a, in a place where it's okay for males and females to be friends. Like, that was just that. Like, there wasn't any weird vibes about it. And it was just never awkward. And it wasn't until moving here where I realized that that's, like, not really your thing, per se. Not for every person, but some people, it's just, like, you, like, you're actually friends, like, with a girl. And it's just, like, French, it's just not, it's nothing sexual. It's really just friendships. And it's look at you weird because, like, why why do you think I want to sleep with every girl that I, I'm, I'm friends with? Like, what's, what's so hard to just both being someone's friend? That's crazy to me. And it's it's not weird for me because a good majority of my friends are, are females. Like, a, a, a good handful, a great amount are females. I have male friends as well, but I have a lot more female friends than male friends. And what's, what's so, what people don't really look as look at as a con of, sorry, as a pro oof, of, <laughs> of having a female friend is that it really shows... Okay, sorry, y'all. I got a call because I ordered a pizza and I forgot that I came downstairs. But yeah, I back. Sorry, I had to be a fat kid for a little bit. Um, I can't even remember where it was in the story. Um, okay. One of, the, one of the pros of having... Um, what I think of having female friends is is that... I think they, I feel like they give you a lot of insight into what it, what it is, what it feels like to, to date other, other women. Because once you be around them long enough, you kind of pick up on little cues, little things. So you'd probably be able to understand a woman better. So when, it's, when you get into a relationship now, it's, it's easier. But yeah, I treat my female friends like they're sisters to me. And if you ask any one of them, they'll probably tell you the same thing. I've never tried to make any sexual advances on any of them because that's just a boundary I don't cross. Like when we go out together, when we used to go out to the bars and stuff, I boy, I used to turn like into like big brother. Nobody could have looked at any of them without having to come through me. <laughs> I remember we was in Ottawa one time and. My friend Adriana had never been out with me before. And I already be on guard when I go out, especially since this was like a foreign place, not really a foreign place to me, but new to me, I'd never been to auto before. I'd never been out in auto before. So my, my guard was ready on high and I was ready a couple of drinks in, so my anxiety was already, had already worn off. But I just was making sure she was she was cool. So every couple of minutes I'm asking, like, where your phone? Where your wallet? Anybody talking to you? And she was like, I don't do that. 
She was asking my other friend Destiny. She's like, Destiny, I'm doing always act like this. She's like, Yeah, because Destiny been on me before. She know I I don't fucking play when it comes to my friends. Like I'll beat anybody down. So I just you know I just gotta make sure, just gotta make sure that ain't nobody trying to harm them. Because speak some people like to take advantage of me, and I'm not gonna be in the in the presence of allowing that to happen when they are around me. So yeah, sorry I call me psycho, call me crazy, call me whatever you want, but ain't nothing gonna happen while I'm there. And then what's funny though is I read a book, well currently still reading a book, and it was saying something similar to men having to men shouldn't have to feel the need to be a protector for women and stuff stuff like that. Some something along the lines of that. And it's like people should just be have the mindset to just leave them alone. And that also is true as well, but because how the world is just so messed up and for what it's worth, I feel like it's just easy just to, you know, just to have that protective guard up just to make sure nothing happens. Because, like I say, I'd, I'd hate myself if something was to happen and it could have been avoided and I, I didn't do anything about it. Like, I don't even allow them to go home without, like, if it was to take Uber, we take an Uber together. Because this, this Uber man ain't gonna do nothing to you while I, when they come out the car. So drop them home first and then drop you last. But I guess these are the things I, my mommy my mommy really taught me, to be honest. And sometimes you just gotta learn from experience. You gotta figure out, like, what works for you and, you know, that kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, I don't want, I don't want it to be where someone tried to say, I tried to take advantage of them and all that stuff. Because that's... Yeah, that that ain't that ain't really my speed. But yeah, like I say, my female friend friendships are kind of like a sister, sister brother type bond. And most people just look down upon that because they are, some people just always have this malicious mindset and intend that you you have to be having a sexual relationship with friends of the opposite sex. And I don't, I really don't understand that mindset, especially as people who proclaim it to be adults. I just it just doesn't make sense to me. But I will talk more about that in in depth later because I had my own personal experience with that and I yeah, I'll talk about that um later. And uh was this all friends with benefits thing? I I know I never really grasped the concept of that. I mean, honestly I didn't know what it was for the longest time because I never watched that movie obviously when it came out because I was what? That movie was what I was in grade eight. Grade eight was I turned thirteen in grade seven, so I was fourteen in grade eight. Obviously, not of age enough to watch the movie, so I never really understood what friends of benefits was. But when I was able to understand it, I don't, you know, I, I never hadn't really know friends of benefits, and I don't think I could be the type to have friends of benefits because I, from I like you, I love you, so I. <laughs> So that's not going to work for me. This is, this can't be a one a one and done. Well, it probably it won't be a one and done, but this can't be a, a multiple time thing. And we just stay friends. I'm sorry. We grown. It just can't happen. And that's just that's just that. Um, let's get into dating relationships. I don't really really have that very much dating experience really. There was a young lady I dated in primary school. 
through through, through sorry words through um the latter part of primary school and throughout majority of my junior high we were dating and I think really she was pretty much the first girl I ever really loved. I'm not gonna call her name on here because at one I don't even know if she's listening to this podcast too. I don't really want to expose anybody, but man, listen, I did love her so much. Mm-mm-mm. But she ain't like she used to do me bad, but apparently we, we broke up because apparently I was too nice to her. And I don't know what what that meant. Because it ain't really in my nature to not to like to be to be mean and to be a dog. And I don't understand this concept of women wanting men to be abusive to them and just to be mean to them and to be aggressive to them because that you're like that's attractive like you're you're finding that attractive cute not really but cute i guess um but yeah like i i never really grasped the whole um i was too nice to her and it wasn't until um couple I think it was last week I was going through some old photos and stuff. And then I found some old photos of us. And then I realized in every picture that we took, her face was covered. Like, she was covering her face. And now, I mean, I was now in my head now. Because in, my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, why are you hiding your face? Why are you hiding your face? Like, I understand now being wanting to take pictures or anything. But I feel like that was something that she could have just been able to like slide because you know i'm I your boyfriend supposedly so why are you lying in your face and the bridges like i don't, I never understood that and so i started to get into my head and i'm like hmm, you think she was cheating on me the whole time we was together and i had i had to stop because i'm like this is this is not healthy and this is not going to do me good in the end again so i should probably let that alone but yeah, no, and then I was like, you know what? Maybe after this relationship, I should start being a dog to females, and I should start cursing them out and telling them, "Hey, they stink," and yada yada yada. And I'm like, but I, I just, I just, I'm just not that type of person, especially to just like come to be upright and just be a downright dog to females, just for like off the out the blue. I can't do that. I mean, I could be mean to people, then they may be mad, but that's you gave me a reason. That's different. But just to like to be mean off air, I no, I can't do that. And my mommy raised me to be that way, so imagine. I wouldn't want someone to be rude to her, so same same way. That's the way I see it. Uh, so that was primary junior high, and then I moved I move over here, and there was this girl. I'm not going to call her name either. <laughs> the odds of her listening to this podcast are very, very slim, but I still think I call her name because that's the person I am. But let me tell you something. When I met her, bro, I met her at a ball. She was so attractive, and she had just the most amazing energy. And so we took we took a photo together because you know, she you know, she was looking good, I was looking good, and then we started to to chat. I said chat. Oh my goodness, I've been in Canada too long. We started to talk through my uh, my friend. She like got us connected, and then we started to talk and what's not, and then. I asked out on a date. We went to see the greatest showman. And all was cool. Everything was chill, you know, nice, nice night type of thing. I met her parents that night. I, I, I was not ironically, but funny because they came to the movies as well to see Black Panther. So I was introduced to the whole family in 
that one day. And then I remember after the movie was over, we went to Cinnabon, Cinnabon, Cinnabon in the mall. And I got his lemonade because, you know, we were just chilling and talking. And I almost, I almost killed her because I didn't, she didn't tell me she was allergic to raspberry, raspberries. And I got her raspberry lemonade because I was telling her, I'm like, well, you got to try this lemonade from Cinnabon because this lemonade is good. But I, she never told me she's allergic to raspberries and that. And yeah. So then, no, we still talking. It was not. I told her I had a good night that day. Um, this was in February. February. Um, and then Valentine's Day come up. I sent her roses and all that stuff. And she was like, oh, it's so cute. I'm melting and all this stuff. And then I think maybe the next week after that, I was telling her, I, I started to express myself to her. Telling her, like, I, like no, I... I enjoy being around you. I like give her since I like the way you make me feel. I think it scared her because then she was like, "Oh well, um, I, I don't feel the same, and I just think we should be friends." And I was just like, "Damn, shot to the heart, and you are to blame. You gave a love a bad name." And I was like, "Okay, yes, that's cool, I guess." But I, but and I tell you, I was, bro. This girl used to be in the back of my mind every day, every day, every day, every day. <laughs> and I, I blame me. I blame me, but I really fall for people too easily. And it takes the slightest thing. You could look at me in a way. And I love you. You could laugh at one of my jokes and I love you. You could tell me that you like something I like and boom. I in love with you. And that's not a good habit to have. And it is, has obviously ended up in me getting hurt every time. And I'm not going to act like I'm not at forte as well. I am at fault as well because I try to rush into that thing without getting to know her more. And that seems to be a pattern, as you will see when I tell the next story. <laughs> so, um, right before COVID became a thing, I was in, I had started a relationship and I was in my last semester of college. This was 2020. And I, I honestly, I really, I really wanted this relationship to work. Like honestly and truly, I really, I really did. But before I get it, let me, I have to give uh, kind of a history of how we, we met. So we met at church through our young adult group mind you when i saw her the first time i didn't really notice her because i wasn't really paying attention i just was enjoying the company i think i was talking to someone else or whatever and then my friend destiny she's like oh tunio this girl um this, like, not, I, like this girl is she'll be good for you and i look at her and i was like yeah well i don't think so and then that was just that and then one night all of the young adults went out to bowl and then i know i like and then i really really noticed her and I was like, wow, okay. And so I started to, you know, I started to just be, be a goofy person. Like I, I um, if you really get to know me, you really see that side of me. I just started to be, be silly, be goofy. And I started to kind of flirt subtly. And then, you know, she started to flirt subtly too. And then I can't remember who's sliding who DMs. And I, it's been, it's, it's escaping me because it's been so long. I don't remember who's sliding who DMs, but someone's sliding someone DMs and then we started talking through, through that. I know, I know I'm also sensing a pattern because everything, all of this starts to re, like really happen like in in February, and I don't know, I don't know why that is. Maybe my therapist will tell me about that when I go to therapy tomorrow. But 
but yes, we someone slides with my DMs and we started talking and it was around February and then we went out for I think uh we had a we had a double date at the rec room. The rec room, yeah. Yeah, we had a double date at the rec room because her best friend was was dating was well, not well not dating yet, but in the process of dating one of my friends and so it was just like boom, visa. Yeah, just boom, yeah, boom. So we gone to the rec room, yeah, you know, had a good time, what's not. And now it is time for me to meet her father. To ask her father to be her boyfriend because that was a tradition that all of us sisters had to go through and they wanted to keep it keep it, you know, keep it together. Like keep it, you know, keep the tradition going. So I did all of that and told all of that, no, and then boom, he gave me the all clear to be her boyfriend. And then the next same night, I was like, Well, shit, you my girlfriend? <laughs> and then boom, we we was dating. And then yeah, we just was here, we was dating and you know, they was they was I was my girlfriend, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, that's my girlfriend, that. I was, everything was my girlfriend, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, right? So, yeah, we dated, and then there was a, a, a problem that had arised. And it, it, it I, and I, I am terrible for, um, peeping, like, red flags and stuff, because I, I can say, from you laugh at me, I love you. From you smile at me, I love you. From you, yeah, I love you. And so there was there were things that I didn't really tend to notice at first because I just was so blinded. So as as the relationship went on, I just I started to just lose a lot of myself. And I decided to do a lot of things just to please please her because I I'm not a confrontational person. I I don't like confrontation at all. So I'm just gonna do what I need to do to allow you to be happy because I don't really need to, you know, I don't, I can't deal with all of that. So just doing, doing all of that, doing all of that, doing all of that. And it just was, it was just starting to drain me. Like, I I can't, I can't give myself no more because you've already taken everything that I have. So I have nothing left for myself. Nothing left for myself. And it was just a con- consistent, Sets of arguments after arguments after arguments after arguments. I used to celebrate the bond, so we did nothing argument. And the the whole issue issue behind that I've come to realize now because it's been what two years, three years now that I've been, been single. I I'm I'm the issue because I need to learn that it's okay for people to be friends before they start dating. You don't have to just rush into a relationship just to have the status of boyfriend or girlfriend. And that was an issue I think I had. I just wanted that status. Not saying I didn't actually have feelings for which I did, but it was just, I think it was also just a matter of having something to say, someone, some, some, uh, having someone to say that this was my girlfriend. So I didn't really get to know her. So it was very, very rushed and it, it, it caused a lot of problems in the long run. And I can't really go into much more issues because for because of the person and my respect for her and I yeah, wouldn't allow me to 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 go into full full depth. 
But yeah, so I, I'm I'm learning now to, to teach myself that I need to not fall from people so quickly, not just boom, I love you because you laugh at me. <laughs> but to actually learn that it's okay. It's okay to get to know someone. It's okay to, you know, just, just to kind of feel people out. Not every person that comes in your pathway is supposed to be your girlfriend or your wife or for, for females, your husband or your boyfriend. Some people just, you know, just there for, for lessons. But yeah. And so while I'm in my, I, I call it, I don't even know what to call this phase of my life, but I'm single and I, I don't really mind being single. And my therapist asked me this question last week, Tuesday, not last, last week, two weeks ago, whatever. He asked me this question. He's like, well, how's, how's the single life? And I was like, fine, question mark, because what do you mean? I'm like, I, I'm happy being single. Like, I don't have to answer to nobody. I could come and go as I please. I could do what I want. Like. I'm I'm happy, like I'm I'm fine. He's like, Well, you don't have to sound too happy and I'm like like what does that mean? I'm like, there's so much pressure on people of my age, my age and my age bracket right now to get married and to be in relationships, especially people in in the church because they believe once you start dating somebody you have to marry that person. And it should not be that way. You could just simply just date for date. Like marriage, yes, I understand wanting to be married. But not every person that you date is your husband or your wife. And we need to start to wrap our minds around that. And people need to start putting pressures and stipulations on people who are in relationships to, to that they have to marry the person that they're dating because it does not always work that way. So now when you feel like the relationship didn't work out, now you feel less than the person because that was supposed to be your wife and that was supposed to be your husband. So now, now what? What's left for me now? What am I going to do without my, my husband slash wife? Quote unquote, and, that, and that's what I want him to to understand. So when I go back to him, I think tomorrow, because he has he has this theory, y'all. Okay, I didn't even tell you why I'm in therapy. So I am in therapy for grief grief counseling, because I've had three um three deaths and I've never really processed it from 2017 to now. So I'm in the process of working through the trauma behind not the trauma really the trauma behind it, but um working through how uh, how to begin actually grieving because i've never never done it and it's been so long and my my whole entire my, my entire affair was that i didn't want to become so ghostly i don't, I don't have a better word to describe it that if something else seriously was to happen that i just would be like okay well add it to that list this, this other stuff i got going on just never really learned to to deal with my emotions the proper way and I only ended up going there because in February, when it was the anniversary of my friend's passing, I think I really felt it a lot more this year than I did initially. And so I guess I really wasn't myself and other people started to visualize that and notice that. And they were like, like, you okay? And I was like, yeah, it's okay. And then like one of my friends, I one of my my newer friends, I just met him this year and we started hanging out. He really noticed it one, one day. But we couldn't really talk because he he was sick and he didn't want to get me sick. But he like he pressed at me because he noticed something was off. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll be talk about it another time. But through good counsel, good recommendations, I'm working through and processing these things to finally deal with it. Because yeah, sometimes you just 
You just need to deal with it. So his whole theory behind why I'm deciding to stay single is because, sorry, he has a theory as to why I'm deciding to stay single. And my guess on it is because he thinks that I was attracted to my friend who passed away, which is totally not the case. It was totally not the case. So I'm hoping that's not what he's going to tell me tomorrow because I don't even know what I would do if he said that to me. And I hope he he don't try to gaslight me into thinking that's what it was because I know for a fact that's not what it was. <laughs> but no, I just see I just feel like there's a lot of personal growth that I need to do, and I'm still doing before I decide to get into another relationship again. There's a lot that I'm still learning about myself, and that's another thing that we need to to think about before getting into relationships. Do we know ourselves? Because I know for a fact that I didn't. I was just simply doing things for my significant other because that's what they wanted me to do. And I didn't want, I didn't want to have an argument. So I just was doing it for the sake of for, for peace. And like, it's, it's dating, dating now is just so weird because there's things like, like love languages and all these different, like love language tests and all these different things. And like, well, these things didn't exist when I was, um, when I was 14 and I had my first quote unquote relationship. Like what, what, what are love languages? What are these things? And then I remember we we did one because she wanted to know how to how to love me better. And then the stuff that they were talking about, like physical touch, I hate people touching me. I do not like it. I like my space and then like quality time. Like yeah, I I could be around people, but sometimes I just I just don't want to. And that's the introvert in me. And this may sound bad to you, but um. Her love language is physical touch, and I I used to just comp like just compromise and just do it because I know that's the way she would have wanted me to do it because that's how she needed to be loved. So I used to just do it for her sake. But at one point, I got so fed up with it that she used to put her hand off me, hold her hand. I just used to smack it because like I uh, no like don't touch me. It has nothing to do with me not loving you. I just don't love that way. But I don't even I don't even know if my 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 love languages honestly, and I don't care if I have it right now. Because I'm trying to figure what Antonio like. And I don't like no walk, long walk on the beach. <laughs> what everybody's putting their dating profiles. Long walks on the beach and all this other stuff. I don't I don't like that kind of stuff. Well, I do like walks on the beach. I like the beach, period. But, you know. Another thing, um, dating apps is... Sorry, you know, my ADHD is raging right now. So there's, like, a lot of things I have to hire and catch before they come out of my head. Dating apps. I I've been on dating apps before. There was actually this girl I used to talk. I was talking with on this dating app, and um, her whole purpose of being on the app was that because her friend dared her to be on the app. I was like, well, that's cool. This ain't like you know, my I just say you know, like just trying to get to know somebody. And yeah, we were vibing. She was chill. I had her on Instagram. It was another one name she ran up, but eh, that was a lot. Yeah, I probably didn't understand anything I said. We was vibing. Then one day she just randomly like um block me on Instagram. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And I'm like, and I, I took that to heart because I'm like, you laugh at my jokes. You found me funny. I love you. I love you, girl. <laughs> but dating apps today are just for hookups. And I, I said before, I'm not, I'm not the hookup guy and I, I don't like hookup culture. I'm sorry. I just can't, I can't wrap my, I just can't do that. I'm, I just can't, sorry. Mm-mm. I I I just can't do that. So, and that's why I'm not on dating apps. I'm not on dating apps. And another thing that my therapist had asked me 
is like how do how does someone like me um just just not just not seek for a relationship he's like you work in the hospital i'm sure there's pretty like attractive women coming in and out i'm like yeah i trust i've seen plenty of attractive women and yes they are very attractive but it's called self-control <laughs> it's called self-control so yeah is it easy no but yeah just gotta do what you gotta do the bottom line for this this whole episode really i don't even know if this made any sense it's probably very jumbled because i'm hungry and i've had four cups of coffee today and i'm all over the place but <laughs> i really wanted to get to to really stretch or stress the importance of is the pressure on young people today to be married and i have some friends that are married and i'm not knocking that they shouldn't be married because everybody has their own thing but for the people who aren't, I don't feel like, I feel like you all should really just leave us the hell alone and stop putting pressure on us to be married because I'm not in the financial position to take care of my own self, let alone somebody else. And then when you're married, they want you to have children. So I'm not bringing no child in the mix and I can't even afford to pay for myself. What kind of selfish person I would be to do that? So I'm not even, that's not even no way on my mind. I is a man who's trying to move on his own, who's trying to get out of debt, who's trying to become a permanent resident in a country that I don't even, I was, wasn't born in. There's a lot of moving parts going on in my life currently, and I can't, I cannot deal with, not the stress really, but I just can't, I can't, I need to focus on, on getting me, me in order before I could, I could deal with someone else. So that's one of the things I want to stress, the importance of like, the pressure on people to date, to need to date, or need to be married. Not knocking the people who are young and in relationships or married right now. Do what works for you. I'm just saying, some people just need to chill the hell out. And secondly, what I wanted to stress as well is the importance of getting to know yourself as well as getting to know the person that you plan to date before you started before you start dating them. And I'm talking to myself, you guys are just in the way. Because like I said before, I didn't do that when I was in my relationship and it caused a lot of issues moving forward. So I'm just saying that is an important step that most people seem to look over when they get into relationships. Third, the importance of noticing red flags. This was an area where I completely was blind. I was just not paying any attention. There were multiple things that I could have spotted right away and just never dealt with. Don't allow yourself to be blinded just for the fact that you're in love with that person or not even in love and heavy infatuation with that person. So you just, just continue to let everything slide regardless if you're not a confrontational person or not. So those are the three main things that I really wanted to just really talk about. And yeah, I hope this made sense. I apologize if it didn't. If you power through to the end of this episode, I appreciate you and I thank you. And for anybody that's new here, the Instagram for the podcast is safe.space.podcast underscore. You can follow us there. I do, I tend to do updates throughout the course of the week or the month or however the hell it happens. I, I update it regularly for what's really going on. So you can find us there. And uh, thank you for listening to this episode. I will not be posting another episode until I come back from vacation. Going to see some family, spend some time with my family. A lot has been, a lot is happening actually. My youngest brother's graduating high school, my nephew's graduating primary school, and I also have a new niece that I need to meet. So I just feel like it'll be good for me to just have some time with my family because I miss them.
So it'll be good to see them. So I'll be posting when I get back, and I probably won't have the time to do any recording while I'm there. So I'm not even going to try to set a standard that I will. So I will be back when I come back. So yeah, like I said, thank you all for listening. My name was Antonio. Mm-hmm.